Good morning, it's just gone 10am, it is time for 7 Sport on Dean Radio and this show is our final show here on Dean Radio um, so we are going to be leaving the station for a little bit um, going to be focusing on covering local football as we do at 7 Sport in different ways so um, sit back and enjoy the next two hours of the best bits of 7 Sport on Dean Radio and I'll catch you at the end of the show This is Seven Sports on Dean Radio. Good morning. Welcome to a brand new show here on Dean Radio. It's Seven Sport on Dean Radio, getting you ready for your Gloucestershire Sporting Weekend. And um, I'm Matt Yates. You might have heard me. Previously on Dean Radio, doing the indie show on a Thursday night and a Sunday, um, but I'm joined on this Saturday morning new show by the legends from Seven Sport, our Gloucestershire sports expert, ro- experts I should say, well, <laughs> Ryan Butler and Kelsey Dermaria. Hello, so morning. I'll go old school with your name there. <laughs> good morning, gents. Good morning. We need to come up with a show name. I mean, we're doing this on the, on the air, but okay, Seven Sport on Dean Radio. Yeah, mate, I've got an actual show name. I thought it was, thought it was a good name. It's, it's certainly sport. better than the Ryan Butler experience, hey. isn't it? So, Ryan Butler and Friends <laughs> is where Dean Radio is really going to hit the market. Uh, so, yeah, these, um, well, we we were Seven Sport altogether, uh, what, two, three years ago? Three years ago? Three years ago, yeah. something like that. You like made that. the selfish um, decision of going to get married. Yeah, I got married. Absolutely disgusting, mate. I can't you decided, you know, you didn't want to come to school anymore, you wanted to have a family. Although I, I will say, well, I will say, <laughs> Matt getting married did actually lead to one of the best moments in my life. Is watching Ryan Butler down pints of wine at your wedding. So was, yeah, yeah. Hey, in my defence, I mean, we're going off topic straight away, and it's how we we do it. You know, we have fun. Um, but Matt's dad was a very bad influence. He said to me, Ryan, <laughs> I've bought this wine, and you know, it's going to waste. And look at his face. You know, I couldn't let him down. <laughs> Miss Trev, I ain't seen him for a while. No, not a man you want to let down. He's busy a, watching Wolves now, isn't he? Yeah, now they're doing all right. They, they co- it coincided me leaving Seven Sport with Wolves actually doing well. So there we go. Um, but yeah, we, we used to do a podcast like this um, on over community stations, and we used to do it for the Seven Sport website and stuff like that. Since I've left you guys, you've gone, you've taken it up a level in the professional stakes, um, where actually you do a lot more teams and a lot of interviews and stuff like that. So. You're going to bring a lot to this Saturday morning show, I think. I'm just well, going to be like the, hopefully. the the David David Jones and just sit there. And You're pretty much like Gary Lineker. Yeah, basically. I'm probably Danny Murphy. Mm. Ryan is... Genus? Jermaine Alan Shearer, probably. He looks a little bit of a main Shearer at the minute. This is Seven Sports on Dean Radio. Um, we're into the third part of the show. And we're going to go straight into the Hellenic League now. Um, because Sounds you boys watch <laughs> <laughs> classic joke that one. Because uh, you watched um, Brimscombe versus Reading and Brimscombe versus Long Levens last week. Long Levens versus Brimscombe. Get it right, Matthew. We were at Long oh, Levens. sorry, sorry. I thought you were you were going to Brimscombe. Yeah, we did. We went to Brimscombe on Saturday. Mm. We were welcomed with open arms as ever. Cold, mate. Cold. That, well, it was it it towards the end of the second half. half. It towards, didn't start yeah. off cold, but, but around the sixty-minute mark, it yeah. just got really cold for no reason, just out of absolutely nowhere. Ironically, you know? it was after all the goals had gone in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it Me and Kelsey, but basically, I was we weren't. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about it on the radio, but I am. Basically, there's these two guys that go to Brimscombe, <laughs> oh, and they're my new favourite people in local football. 
Honestly, we see a lot of people and we meet a lot. Is of this people. like um, the Simpsons? Um, Bart's people. Kinda. It's got to be butlers people. But there's this. They're like. They're like. I think they're from Yorkshire. Like they got an accent, and every time oh, we watch dear. Brimscombe and Frap, they just have me and Kelsey absolutely howling because <laughs> they're just shouting at the players to just. I'll move the mic away from my face so I can shout it a bit louder. Come on, Brimscombe! <laughs> and uh, against Long Levens in particular, and, well, against Redden as well, both happened. The game, obviously, due to heavy pitches, was just very narrow. And all you hear is just this gentleman behind us going, Brimscombe, use the wings! Get a bit of width, Brimscombe! And he just kept, <laughs> for two games, <laughs> just kept asking 180 minutes to of use that. the oh word, he, to, he keeps using the word width. I was turned to Kelsey long <laughs> went, I'm pretty sure I've never used that word any time like any time in years. <laughs> I've never said the word with, I'm sure of it. And this guy must have said it about fifty times in two games. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it's it's mad. <laughs> and it and it was even better at, at Long Levens on uh, on Wednesday night when um <laughs> when Ash Gale, the Brimscombe keeper, would uh, just come and trot up. We'll reenact it, we'll reenact it. So Brimscombe have got a corner, right? Um I don't know who's taking it, whatever. Uh, all the Brimscombe players, aside from Ashgale... And two centre-halves. Well, yeah, two and defenders. And two centre-halves, they're obviously all, all pushed up. But two centre-halves just chilling. And, well, we have two, two full-backs. So centre-halves go forward, we assume. And uh, Ashgale just comes out with his goal just to have a, you know, a bit of a mosey around. Bear in mind, the ball is probably, what, 70 yards away? The ball's away? not even in play, right? They yeah. haven't even taken the corner at this point. <laughs> ball's, ball's not in play at all. Ashgale's just stood there. And these chaps sort of run out to his side. Get in the goal, Ashley. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally Fred Elliott from Coronation Street. And on Wednesday night, bear in mind, we've heard this time and time again every time we've been to Brimscombe this year. And um, <laughs> it's corners to Brimscombe, away to our left. Ashley was out in the centre circle, as he always is. And all you hear is this bloke, just stand up. Ashley, get in the goal. <laughs> and Ashley turns around, looks at us and goes, Go away. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely crying. I'm absolutely crying. And, uh, and then, as you can probably tell, uh, Long Levin's cleared it and scored from 80 yards. So, so that's all Ash Gale's fault, not, not well, being I mean, it's nil-nil when it was... <laughs> it was a bit of a damp squib in the end, but that made it... Yeah, it's it funny. Yeah. Love love funny, and we love people. People mm. make us laugh. Made, made a somewhat, you know, drab game a little bit more interesting. And they also um, call for, like... Fouls all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, you Pushing the, in the back ref. Hands in the back ref. You've missed that one. Despite the fact that Jake Parrott has clearly just pushed Ollie Long in the back. But it's like you try and came the way around. It's just, <laughs> it's just funny. It's, they care. They care about the club. And they care about the team. And obviously they go. At least it does show that, they, there, that they like, you know, they're, they're yeah. passionate about the team. You get them at every, every I'll be team. Honest, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Credit to him. You know, James Campbell went off. He's playing right wing. He went off, and he's replaced by David Woodfield at um, uh, uh, Long Levens. He played on the wing. He played <laughs> right on the wing, and he, he used, used the whip. The whip. <laughs> and to be honest, it was the da- most dangerous Brimscombe looked. It, yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he turned around to his mate and went, "Ah, it's that simple, I tell you." <laughs> also, it's like the biggest. Uh, Told you so. It was like Just... I was in the film Kes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <Up> in Barnsley. <laughs> and if oh. you're heading to Brimscombe today, do keep an eye out for. Uh, <laughs> go up to him. Legend. Tell him he's a celebrity. I'd love to know their names. I'd love to have the the sheer balls to go and introduce myself. But <laughs> it, uh, it'd tell me to get back in the goal. I reckon. <laughs> they obviously don't listen because otherwise they'd be uh, sat in the stand like shouting at your commentary. or well, something. Well, they do sometimes. Say, oh, no microphones today. 
announced today. Then he mm. just started shouting at you. Well, we haven't done a commentary at Brunscombe for a while, so... No, uh, we haven't, since probably the fair food or... Like, yeah, probably, it's probably the long, uh, long 11s, maybe, might be the last one. I didn't commentate, it was midweek. Oh, okay, right, fair enough. Part Fact time. for you, it was commentary, it wasn't the commentary, it was midweek, I went straight from work. Well, there you go, there's all the fun facts here on Sound Sport Game <laughs> Radio. <laughs> Ryan Butler remembers his life. And if you care about that, then, uh, <laughs> you do have, well, then you are weird. You have got a real good memory of like what games you've been to. Like, this you could say your, a date. Where, you say that, but I can't remember what game we went to on Saturday, honestly. This is your life, hosted by Ryan Butler, and it's about Ryan Butler. <laughs> Give me a date, I'll tell you the game. What, you want me to actually do this? Yeah, let's give it a go. <laughs> uh, October the 27th, 2017. That's 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Last year. Last season. Yeah, it's around 27th of October. October game. <laughs> you can say anything because we don't actually know. Yeah, that is literally it. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. I do remember a run that I had where I saw four, five games in a row in the start of November 2016. Mm. It's not in October though, is it? It's not what we're talking about. I'm just throwing out there. I've seen a lot of games, mate. Second time daggers have been thrown across. <laughs> <the studio laughs> this game 77 this afternoon for me. It's a lot of football. Yeah. Mm. A lot of football. This is Seven Sports on Dean Radio. Same amount of sass. A bit of camp. <laughs> a bit of campness. <laughs> a bit of camp. Really? Yeah. Look at it. In, in one. It's, it's just dragged. It's, we had no games. Literally no games at all. It's been horrendous. Storm, Kara, Kiara. Yeah. Love it. It's uh, it's a nice time of year for giving, and um, the weather hasn't been on our side and hasn't given us any games this week. Has I'm it? Weather furious, furious, Matthew. Away, Matthew. Absolutely Honestly. furious. Mm. Mm. It's been horrendous. Storm, Kara, Kiara, Sayara. What's it called? I can't. Kira, I Kira? think, isn't it? I think it's I Kira. And I mean, I'll be honest, mate. I mean, this week has felt like three weeks in in one. It's it's just dragged. It's we had no games. Literally no games at all. And we're probably not going to get any games today either. Let's be honest. Well, I want to, I want to take her on Judge Rinder. That's how human I am. <laughs> claim, claim compensation. Mother Nature. Yeah, she's human. Absolutely mm. human. Don't want to look at her. We've got Storm Dennis as well, hitting us apparently, well, today, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I think you and Judge Rinder will get on. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think you've both got yeah. like um same amount of sass. A bit of camp. <laughs> a bit of campness. A bit of camp. Really. Yeah. <laughs> As my half-time bother later on will tell you. Um, but no, we've got Storm Dennis, and I, for one, am pretty much ready to tear my eyes out of my own sockets by reading the term Dennis the Menace. Awful, He's going to be running through the UK, uh, which is uh, we have to put up with, lazy journalism. Can't I, think, I think the writing was on the wall, really, on, uh, on <laughs> Monday, when uh, we thought we were going to have a packed week of games. I think we had, like, what, four lined up this week? I've never seen anyone so furious as I've seen him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pointing at Kelsey at this point mm. because, as we're going to go on and tell, um, Monday night we were supposed to go and watch Lost City versus Kingsley and we sat here this time last week saying it was going to be our live game, live commentary. Mega excited. Meet Kelsey after work. Stand at his car for about 20 minutes waiting for him to finish and meet me. It's not my get, fault. Get into my the fault. car and I said to him, I was like, they're having a pitch inspection, mate. What? You're having a laugh. Literally. I was like, face dropped. I've yeah. had a text from Long Levin's manager, Spider. Let me just pick that name up off the floor. And he said to me, Yo, you don't want to set off yet, mate. Having a pitch inspection. Look on Twitter and they are. And Kelsey's fuming. He's fuming, right? Disgusting, He's mate. absolutely let's, livid at this point. Let's go then, right? <clears throat> Before we start, I'll, I'll say this is the section where we talk about Gloucester City, as we always do to start the show. So, you know. Pretty much. Turn your radio down for a few minutes if you uh, are bored of the sagas of Gloucester City on this show. But let's go for the timeline. So, Kings Lynn, Monday, Eve show, middle of the storm, worst storm for seven years. 
So they have a pitch inspection. Uh, the timeline 10, is... 10, half, 10, 11, half, 11, time, nobody knows. The timeline is, from Gloucester City's perspective, they said a pitch inspection would take place at 12 o'clock. Mm. To allow time for the pitch inspection to happen, mm. the results of the pitch inspection to be released, and Kings Lynn to then subsequently leave to the well, game. Well, they were leaving at 1, weren't they? That's when they scheduled yes. to leave, yes. Allegedly. So a tweet goes out yeah. by Gloucester City about 11 o'clock to say, we've had a pitch inspection done by Evesham, they've done it already, and they've confirmed to us that the game's going to be on, and that they're saying... That the no, local... Re- the, the dreaded local <coughs> referee... That no further inspection is going to be required. That's the phrase that's ticked everybody off. Yeah. But, I mean, f- first of all, there's flags there. They've done it way too early. Mm. They've done it an hour and a half before they were supposed to do it. And in that hour and a half, another storm, like, showers hit. So the pitch is obviously going to deteriorate. So, as everyone knows who lives in the Gloucester area... On and off showers all, all pretty much Monday afternoon. Trampolines everywhere. About four, <laughs> about four o'clock, I think, was the worst sort of downpour for about fifteen twenty minutes from where I yeah, was in Brockworth. Yeah. So, mm. um, you know, kind of, are you sure it's going to be on? Well, they haven't tweeted anything, so we assume it is. Mm. All systems go. I leave work at five o'clock. Meet Kelsey. It must have been what quarter past twenty past six in Cheltenham, and now having a pitch inspection. By then, obviously, King's Lynn are near enough at the ground. Wait for and the result. fans as well. As yeah, the exactly. Yeah. The fans have helped you come down. Harley well. Jews has come yeah, from yeah. Uh, mm. a distance. <laughs> so Kelsey needs to get petrol anyway. Fill up his car. Make sure it's well maintained. Got to applaud it. <laughs> <laughs> get to the petrol station. I look at Twitter. Reply from Gloss City saying, game postponed with a red X. Kelsey makes off. No, it's not. You're having a laugh. No, I genuinely thought Showed you him a tweet. Genuinely. Because it's the kind of thing I do. I would joke about it yeah. just because that is what I do. But I showed him a tweet and he's like, you're having a laugh here. And then suddenly, all hell broke loose. Yeah. On Twitter, at the ground, um, eyewitnesses have obviously told us what, what they saw and what they've heard. And everyone lost their absolute goddamn minds. This is Seven Sport on Dean Radio. Um, we're not going to bother over the other fixtures because they're probably going to be off. But do check Seven Sport website um, for full fixture list. And I'm sure these guys are going to be doing a live blog post tomorrow anyway. Uh, today, even when the games are um, on or off, Chelsea be doing it. So I'll be on the way to Windsor. Yeah. You're living my best yeah. life. Yeah, they got 3G pitch at Windsor, are they? Nice, no, have a good, we- good pitch and not as bad weather. Really? Ah, there you go. And um, uh, and a very good kit as well. Yeah, yeah, is it a bit busy for me? A bit too much going on. A bit busy. A bit busy. <laughs> it's got a bit much going on on it. Is it like the uh, half like Union Jack? Although I will say, you know, Forest Green's kit. Me and Ryan saying on Tuesday night. Very good kit, mate. Very, very nice. Is it? Um, it's not made by like a no. It's like manufacturer, it, it, though, is it? Is it's, it like ma- a... it's made from all like recycled bamboo and Hemp. all that <laughs> and the stuff like that. So they were on actually. Um, it's what it is. Uh, Jamie Oliver, you know, just that Friday night show with that other guy, J- Jimmy. Jamie, They're going to have. Um, they were at Forest Green the other day. Did you? Did you know? Uh, this is a fun fact for you. Their mascot at today's game is actually going to be Greta Thunberg. Um, it's not actually, but it probably at some point they're probably going to get her in. <laughs> I thought you were serious, eh? <laughs> no, she mate. was in Bristol. Oh, damn you. I mean, imagine, imagine, like if I've just said that, and it turns out tomorrow or today, rather, it that is going to happen. I mean, the show's falling apart now. We keep saying tomorrow, today. This is all your fault. You Sorry. said it once. That's it. Back on it's Saturday. Saturday morning. This is Seven Sports on Dean Radio. It's not the recovery. Ridiculous. What I'm about to say, but do you know who'll be absolutely delighted with this? Set Blatter <laughs> because they were talking for years about how they're going to have to change the football season ahead of the Qatar 22 yeah. World Cup this is perfect 
because this is going to see the you know the longer the the season's delayed and the longer it's going to take to finish this the easier it's going to be to transition to get ready for the Qatar World Cup. It's a plan that Sepp Blatter's had. He had the foresight. So what he you're saying here... Sepp Blatter is an absolute visionary. He saw this was going to happen for we'll give it to Qatar, where the World Cup has to be in November and December, and by then the coronavirus would have become a, a, a widespread <laughs> issue, and therefore we're adjusted to a season that's going to be a, you know, October to whatever season. It's not going to be a... What? What Ryan is basically saying here is uh, Seth Blatter was the man who engineered the coronavirus <laughs> and released I it into Wuhan. I don't want to say Seth Blatter is a virus. He looks a type. But, you know, yeah, I mean, that's if I could eradicate implying. something from the earth, it's probably him. <laughs> it's crazy, though, because you, you, you can't see how it's going to fit in with Euro 2020 coming up and they're predicting the ah, peak in this off. country is going to be May. Call it off. It's... The Euros is too long now anyway. They, they, they ruined it now as more teams. More you know, teams. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. Well, the the uh, UEFA are meeting on Tuesday, aren't they? Um, Rumours are that UA, um, Euro twenty twenty is going to turn into Euro twenty twenty one. It's going to be next year. But we said, and then we, me, me mm. and Kelsey talked about it on, on Monday night when we went to the Gloucester game. The one year where, where UEFA have said, "Let's have a major tournament everywhere around the whole of Europe." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not just all stated in one yeah. area. Like you know, Italy was supposed to have games in, in Denmark and all over the place, and it's like. How ironic is it yeah. that the one year where it's in what fifteen different nations or whatever? It's almost like a like a movie, isn't it? Like it's almost like you wrote someone's wrote it. Yeah, the big football Perfectly. tournaments this year all over Europe, and then like oh the the, the virus is coming in. Yeah, you could see it. It'd be a, be a good movie. What we know, we're March, aren't we? Yeah. Now scientists believe that the that the this strand of coronavirus can't survive in temperatures above twenty five, twenty six degrees Qatar, C. Qatar, mate. So, twenty twenty. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you. This is Seven Sports. As of Thursday, what's the time now? Seven o'clock. We're going to miss the NHS clap, boys. Oh dear. We'll have to just hear it behind me, to be fair. My window's the side of the front door, so you may be able to hear the the ladies and gentlemen of Brunswick Square. Probably be able to hear my parents clapping as well downstairs, probably, knowing them. So listen up. Imagine Ian gets the pots and pans out. No, it's just weird. They just kind of stand there and just go like that in the front room. So... <laughs> in the front room. <laughs> well, they, wait, they don't even go outside. They stand in no. the front room. <laughs> no, they don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> they just do it in the living room, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. This is Seven Sport on Dean Radio. Second part of this morning, Seven Sport on Dean Radio. Um, I'm still joined by Ryan and Cassie from Seven Sport, the Morning. legends that are. How are you doing? Legends. Hmm. Interesting. No. Anyway. Well, hmm. That's not negative he said that, is it? They said it nicely. Yeah. I just, I just don't know whether... Legends of whether local of... football. Ah, yeah, well, we'll go Is that on. better? Yeah, yeah. There so, you yeah, go. Fair enough, yeah. They're still with me anyway. They're the uh, the knowledgeable people of this show. Uh, so and, we've now and got, so we've gone, so we've gone down from legends to just knowledgeable people. Yeah. <laughs> In the space of, what was that, five seconds? Mm-hmm. But it's because you questioned him for all this yeah. legends. And I just press the buttons. Uh, let's go on to the Hell 8 League anyway. You had to have um, a break from pushing buttons for three years. That's, that's what... It's hard work. Got to control the, yeah. these personalities on air, <laughs> aren't you? I mean, the fact you're even questioning them for finding happiness and true love is quite shocking, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I did, and I'm still... Well, actually, well, let's, hang on, come on, carry on. Jesus. Joking, God. if Ashley's Jesus. listening, which she will be anyway. Valentine's Day is literally next week. <laughs> you're have Mate, I've actually, for once, got everything all sorted for uh, Valentine's Day. Like, more than a Simpsons, week before. The one with uh, 
without John, is it? And Apu does. Oh, don't worry, mate. I've got I, I've got a card. That says I choo choo choose you on it. <laughs> obviously, gone for the classic. Um, other than that, she's uh, not getting anything else. Just so a card. No, no just a card. Enjoy nice. yourself. I'm off to watch Long Levens versus <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Bristol. Well, it's a Friday night actually, it. mate. So, uh, so yeah. It is a Friday night, isn't it? Yeah. See, I'm all right because it's my wedding anniversary on the tenth. So we always say, ah, oh, don't worry about Valentine's Day. We we'll celebrate our wedding anniversary. So it's cheap. It's good. People, some people who get married, they have to have their wedding anniversary and they have to have Valentine's Day. What we've learned well, here. Well, I only have to do it once. That, on, on Valentine's Day, it's actually my mum's birthday. So, What we've learned here is, yeah. that, is that Matt likes to keep his women cheap. His, Your uh, dad's had dad. a right like result with that. Has he? Because he's only got to get a birthday present or a Valentine's present. No, that's present. not how it works. Yeah. No, it isn't. No. Well, like, to be fair. Guarantee Martha's getting a card for Valentine's Day and for her birthday as well. No. Nah. No, um, and what was, what's quite shocking is she probably won't get a card from my sister. That's, I mean, I'm, this is more of a Butler family problem, but <laughs> I am going to send the card, but I guarantee my sister won't. Oh, was, oh, sorry, I thought you meant Valentine's card there. I was like, that's a bit weird, mate. Ah, oh, Valentine's weird. Day means nothing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get ready for the incoming status of me saying that uh, Valentine's Day is all about the woman that I truly love, my mother, her birthday. Happy mm. birthday, mother. Same every year. Yeah, keep that. Save that one for next week. Yeah, exactly. Save that. Save that one for next week. It's all commercialised anyway. Anyway, um, let's talk about the Hellenic League. Uh, you saw some games from the uh, the good old Hellenic League. Free last week. This is Seven Sports on Dean Radio. Edging closer to the news here uh, on Dean Radio, but we need to do the halftime bob roll. Uh, so this is the part of the show where we all pick a track that we'd like to hear at halftime in a football match. Um, we have a theme. We went themeless this week. Just went free for all. Just, just went for it. Just went crazy for it. So the three tracks that we have chosen. Uh, Butler has gone for Disco 2000. I'd like to explain why I picked that so Hulk, quickly. Yes. I, uh, it's because at the end, it made me think of you. It's oh. asking what you're doing Sunday, baby. Would you like to meet me, maybe? You can even bring your baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Kelsey's track is The Enemy with... What have you gone for then? Saturday or Beast Saturday, and Body? Saturday, Saturday, yeah. It was a bit of a toss-up between Saturday and Beast and Body, but... You made the wrong decision. Basically, he just <laughs> said, this show's going out on a Saturday. Yeah, there you go, the track. That's and it, I've gone for uh, the classic Thin Lizzy, Boys Are Back In Town, because the boys are back on the radio. Um, so I'm going to spin the halftime bother wheel. One of those tracks will be played, and we're going to play it after the news. There goes the wheel. I didn't, know we had that. I didn't know we had that I sort, know that sort, that sort of budget. And that it was is, unbelievable. It's landed on myself. So we're going to have boys oh, are back oh. in town after the break Making here. gladiators. This is Seven Sport on Dean Radio. As Thin Lizzy with boys are back in time, that is my halftime bovel choice, which came up on the... Halftime bovel, 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 spinning wheel this week. That is the feature we do on the show. If you're just tuning in, this is Dean Radio, and this is a brand new show on a Saturday morning from Seven Sport. We're talking Gloucestershire sport uh, every week. Uh, Kelsey and Ryan Butler are with me. Um, We're going to spin the wheel now for the decider of the theme for next week's halftime bovel. So here we go. Look at our money's worth for the spinner. (laughs) Uh, Top top signed effect again. Budget, mate. I'm going to get a proper spinner. No expenses spared. It is. It's in the pink. It's Kelsey. Oh. Well, Disaster. I mean, it's pretty much been just thrown on me that I've got to pick a theme for next week. This so. is the format that we've been doing. Yeah, I know. For... I mean, we thought I'd be used to it by now, but my theme is just totally obscure. You have to pick songs that have been number one during the month of September. September? Yeah. Why from, September? From any year. Yeah, from any year. Oh. From any year. Why didn't you pick January? I don't know. 
likes to be different. Arcos. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Man of the people. That's the Beatles with Hey Jude. That is my halftime bobble for this week because I got picked on the spinner again. Um, it was number one in September 1968. Kaos's theme was number one's from the month of September. So there we go. Mm. Um, that's this week's halftime bobble. But that is not the end of it because we need to pick a theme for next week. And the way we do that is we spin the wheel again. So are we all ready? I ain't going to get picked, but Born go for ready, it. Mate. Oh, you you seem ready. to have uh, lost interest in the future already. I'm negative because I ain't come out yet. There we go. You got a theme ready in your head? If it's on me, I'll respin it because that's just ridiculous. Oh, oh, oh it's it me was, again. It was nearly back there. Unbelievable. Kelsey's theme, what's it going to be this week? Well, um, number one's from the year 19. Um, as it goes, this week's theme is number two's from the month of September. No, it's not actually. <laughs> um, my, I, I, I've had a little bit of a think about this, but not, nothing too much. I mean, I, I, I kind of wanted to go with something to do with days of the week so i've gone with any song that has a day of the week in the title mm. and uh, i'll put a disclaimer out there you can't pick seven days by craig david well that's not, not yeah but that's kind it's of something i feel like i feel like what ryan about, would, would kind of what about the word week as in a week not spelt as in week as in not strong no Pure Friday, I'm in love, kicking off the second half of today's Seven Sport on Dean Radio. I've, I've just realised, have I been saying this evening on the other parts of the show? I might have yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm new to Saturday mornings, guys. I was on the evening. Um, that was the Halftime Bottle track for this week. Ryan Butler's choice, the Cure Friday, I'm in love. We were going for tracks that featured the day of the uh, days of the week in the title. Um, now we go back to the halftime Bovril spinner for who picks the theme for next week. So here we go. It's me again, mate. I'm running out. <laughs> Butler hasn't been picked at all. <gasps> oh, it's so close, but it's Kelsey. No! It's again. again, three weeks it's in terrible. a row. He's picked a yeah, theme. He's dead theme. Mm. What's going to be this week then? Maybe he hasn't even got one. Maybe something in honor in honor of Ryan. To, you he's know, done months. Fact. He's done days of the week. I might might switch it up now. Or in honor of our new friends at uh, Brimscombe, he's just the, the band Wings. So <laughs> got to use the wings. I mean, I mean, you'll know this. How many bands are there from the, like the Reading area or Berkshire? Uh, mm, so I think of doing like a little. Do you have Chemical to Brothers? Who's his? The enemy? Are they from? No, they're from Coventry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do a trip. I think this week, in, in tribute to Ryan, the fact he's not picked a theme like, for the whole three weeks we've been broadcasting. Songs by by artists slash bands slash groups or whatever who have links to Reading. Who have links to Reading or the Berkshire area. Well, there we go. Um, so we've each picked a track. What have you all gone for? What's your track? Better? My track is "Girls Aloud Love Machine." Oh. You're joking. Because Sarah Harding is from Asquay and Barnsley. You're joking. No. That's mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more happy to change if you want it. No, I'll go for something else. No, no. You've gone for Love Machine, though. Keep a Love Machine. Can we have two Girls Loud songs as potential? I think we could. Yeah. I was going to go. I feel like that kind of defeats the object. But of the bother, you pick your song, you pick your song. I mean, My song's Love Machine. Yeah, but 
But if you want to speak a different well, song, I, I picked that song. I've picked um, Sandy the Underground. Ah, right, okay. Best, the best song. The themes turned into Girls Aloud, and I'm delighted. What have you gone for? I've picked... No, I've picked, <laughs> uh, picked Sundara Karma, She Said. Cool. Good track. Mm. Not as good as... Just imagine, list. coming off the news... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, come on. Oh, down and down and now, now, now. I really want to win now, just see the look <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I spin the wheel. No. It's Kelsey. Yes! <laughs> Sorry, everyone. No girls allowed this week. On the Twitter... 4-4 four, four in, Thriller incoming. Oh, what? 4-4 oh, four, four, four Thriller is incoming. Should be good. Um, right. Who um, they got on the weekend? I don't think... That's it's... a Scottish football joke for you, by the way, if you're, uh, if you're wondering. 4-4. Four, four. You love it. I know you love Scottish football. I wish I had a Tumbleweed sign effect <laughs> on, on button, on cue. Uh, right, we've got uh, what we got like six, seven minutes until the news. I don't think we could long the halftime bovril out that long. Yes, we so, can. Yeah. Well, we could talk about how Kelsey doesn't understand the concept of what your theme well, was. Well, no, because well, sorry, so, uh, let me do the intro. It's time for a halftime bovril. Um, this is the part of the show where we each pick a track um, to get played after the news here on Dean Radio, and it's a track that we'd like to hear at halftime at a sporting event. Um, last week. The mystical spinner picked my song. Is it my song? Or Whose Kelsey's? song was it? Because yeah, you both picked oh, yeah, Girls Aloud. Yeah, we both picked Girls Aloud. It was Girls Aloud Gate. That was and it. I picked Sundara Karma. She said, yeah. "Very good song, actually." I've listened to it. Ryan had never since, so. heard it before until uh, Saturday yeah. last week. Although listen to it live, not a fan of the live version they do of it. But anyway, um, anyway, that was last week, and then um, I was chosen to pick the theme, and I picked um, tracks that are to do with football teams, which sounded like a good idea at the time, but now. I'm it's a, it a good idea. It was, yeah, it was a good. It was a good idea. And then, like, oh, I, I, to be honest with you, sort of, you're not very organised on, on the car on the car ride over here. I was having a chat with Ryan, and uh, I kind of got a bit confused because I forgot exactly what your wording was when you picked the theme. You thought it was just like, and I, I just thought just, just g- generic like football related songs. I was like, well, then does that mean I can just pick like? <laughs> Just anything and say, oh well, it was played at a football. Tiny match. tempo, <laughs> written f- in the stars, mate. For like I, like I said coverage. to Ryan in the uh, in again in the car ride on the way over here, probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Tiny tempo, written in the stars. Don't like it. Don't rate it at all. Ooh, it's so. no Ronan Keating loving each day. That was probably the best sky. I think it depends. The time is now is the one, mate. Maybe that should be a theme one week because may, I think it depends like um, on. What your team did in that season, so like the mm. um, yeah, fair. the Mickey Echo um, Watch Me Rise, which was the football league theme tune on Sky Sports like a few years ago when Wolves won the championship. I like that song because Wolves won the championship. How does that one? Best, so best football league one was Into the Valley. Um, Go on, give us a no because it, it, it didn't have any lyrics, <laughs> oh. it didn't have the lyrics version, but it, um, I mean, I'm not gonna just do the, the guitar riff on, on the radio, am I? You, you'd know it. You'd know it. If, you if can you grab know. a clip and, and put it in if you want to, but I don't know how much work you want to do on this. Well, we'll see what we can find. When George Gavin used to host it, mate, that was the back in the day. I can find it now. About 2005, I think I was when Redding started to get a bit good. What was it? Sky Sports Football League. Sky Sports Football League into the Valley. Into the Valley. I bet we're getting an advert for like yogurts or something. Or <laughs> like a Yo Valley. <laughs> like the guitar riff is what you want. That was literally right at the end. No, let's have a look. Just get it on YouTube, lad. Yeah, I thought it would come up like Google search, but uh, no. Into the Valley. 
No. But I can find it right now on my phone, if you can't find that. Well, you find it, and um, we'll talk about this week's theme, which, as I said, was um, songs related to football teams. So, um, what what have you landed on, Kelsey? What have you gone for in the end? Well, in the end... Um, I said I, you could have England songs as well, by the way. Yeah, so like see... England World Cup tracks, because they're related to a team. See... When when I heard that, I was absolutely buzzing because I was going to pick uh, "We're on the Ball" by Ant and Deck, but in the end, I have actually gone for uh, for "Glad All Over" by the Dark Clark Five. Ooh, Crystal Palace, like and, uh, several other clubs as well. What, what are they called? The uh, you called it the Dark Clark Five? You mean the Dave Clark? The Dave Five. Clark Five. That's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, better I know that because that's that's what, I know that because that was on my shortlist of one of the potential I was going to pick. So what have you picked? I've disappointed you haven't gone for the Crystal Palace FA Cup squad of 1990s version. No. Hearing Alan Pardew and John Salako in a recording studio singing Glad All Over is is highlight of my life. <laughs> of your life? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I won that cup final, so it was great. You didn't have much luck picking the, finding the... I found it, I just oh. didn't want to interrupt. Oh. You... oh what I'll do is, we'll, I'll tell you what it is, so then we can play it later on in the show. Okay. Um, what is your track this week? You're going to absolutely hate this because you're going to have to try and find this song if I get picked. Right. And it's Kevin Girdler, Sing for the Royals. Red and FC's anthem from the late 90s, early 2000s. How do you spell Girdler? G-I-R-D-L-E-R. Christ. What's it called? Sing for the Royals. Sing for the Royals uh, or I've the Royals heard, anthem. I think I've, I've heard this one before. I do think I've played it they, before. They, they call us the Royals, that's the one, isn't no, it? Is that the, no, that's that's that the one? new one they did no, a few years ago? No, that's no? the Thai one. That's we the are the Royals. No, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I thought it was. Oh. No. Well, that's what it's I original, which case, it's original one from 1993, I think it was, they did it originally. Interesting. That'd be, it'd be somewhere. Uh, and my track is uh, Jeff Beck IO, Silver Lining, because they play it at Wolves. And Jeff Wednesday. Wednesday. I, I know, I was chucking it in there. At Bristol Rovers. <laughs> they play at Bristol Rovers. Yeah, they do. They're relevant. Just, just saying. So we're wolves, so they got money. We're actually in the Premier League before we got money, so thank you very much. Um, so, uh, the song, by the way, was The Skids Into the Valley, and we'll play it. It's a very good tune. Oh, okay. We'll have a look. Um, right. Halftime Bob Raw. I didn't even get the spinner ready this week. Right, ready? Shambles. Here we go. Let me get the volume up. And you were worried it wouldn't last this long. <laughs> well, this is it. Uh, <laughs> yes, Reading FC fans will be rejoicing that you have to play that. <laughs> so I need to find you have to dig that out. Mm, okay, it'll be somewhere. Is that the first time your song's been picked? No, I had uh, the Cure. Ah, uh, you've not had a theme yeah. yet, have you? Right. So, I have a theme. I do want a theme though. It's Valentine's Day next week, so you know I want this one. <clears throat> that is being played after the news here on D Radio. Then That's good. Ryan <laughs> Butler's <laughs> halftime Bobber song. This is Seven Sports. On Dean Radio. You can guarantee that's never been played on Dean Radio before. Delighted about that. That's awful. Delighted. Don't mind it, mate. Banger. Don't mind it one bit. Park in the middle of midnight, mate. That's what it's all about. So that was. Shambles. A shambles. <laughs> well, that was. That's what that was. Kevin Girdler and the Royals anthem, oh. the Red and FC song. They don't make songs like they used to today, like that, eh? What a class up there with the uh, England squad. Um, we got the whole world at our feet, mate. It's the mm. most underrated tunes. 
I can't believe we just played that. <laughs> uh, that's the mystery of the halftime bovril, people. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk. Welcome back then to Seven Sport on Dean Radio on your Saturday morning. We are in the middle of our Team of the Week segment for this week, which is Slimbridge AFC. And as always, we do with our Teams of the Week, we do a little quiz so we can test our knowledge and test your knowledge and see how well you know Slimbridge and learn a little bit. And this week's quiz host is one and only Mr. Ryan Butler. Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming to me. Quiz this week. Um, I felt last week we, we rushed the quiz. Not necessarily as a bad quiz, but I guess it's felt that we rushed it. So I thought, what is going to make a good quiz? I was going to make a good quiz, ripping off other TV shows. <laughs> so we've got four rounds, ladies and gentlemen. Round one, going to get you in the mood with just basic general knowledge about Slimbridge. Round two, just think stars in your eyes. Ooh. Round three, think the price is right. Hang on, do I, do I have to be like Colin for round two or something? Do I have to shave my head or like? <laughs> no, it would be real. And then round four, just think, play your cards right. All the best. All the best games here. But we'll start with a general knowledge quiz. I say is, Matt, get the clips ready, because round two is a music-based Stars in Your Eyes style game. And I'm going to watch your faces for this round, because I'll explain it as well. So, Matt, have you got the clips ready? I have. Should I just play one? To, well, let's see no, if Kelsey can hear me. So, I need to explain to you what the game is, okay? Okay. In the week, I messaged Colin because Slimbridge are renowned for having a good pre match music setup. <laughs> so, we're going to play a round that's called Swan Song or Ryan Song. <laughs> Songs that are going to be played, I've sung along to in my most convincing fashion. <laughs> Try and convince you that they're my on my playlist, not Slimbridge's playlist, but on my playlist. Okay, so you've got to tell me whether the song appears on Slimbridge's playlist or on my playlist. And I'll give you a hint: one of the five appears on both. So you'll have to guess both for one of them. And this is potentially the best round we've ever done. And Matt, if you would like to press play on round one, we're going to throw over. Your special guest host, Ryan Butler. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks for throwing to me. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. This is number one. Calling out around the world. Are you ready for a brand new beat? Summer's here and the time is right. For dancing in the street, dancing in Chicago, down in New Orleans, in New York City, all we need is music, sweet music, there'll be music everywhere, there'll be swing and swaying, and records playing, dancing in the street. Now, that first clip was Martha Reeves and the Vandellas singing Dancing in the Street. Now, I was about to say, initially, when I first planned to record those clips, I was going to stop after New York City. But when you're feeling the funk of the Vandellas, baby, (laughs) you keep on going. Now, is that that a Swan song or is that a Ryan song? You've got to tell me. 
<laughs> have a guess. Oh, Would I, just imagine, I talk about the, the commute to work and how I listen to music on the commute to work a lot. Can you imagine listen, me listening to that song? Yeah, but I can also picture it being played And how played many did you say were on both one of them? So only one of the five is both. But we're going to think it's all of them. <laughs> Potentially, yes. That's how good well, my singing it, along is. Well, if you put both for every single one, then you would guarantee at least one point, and then you just <laughs> like, yeah, true, Matt yeah. doesn't get any. This is true, yeah. Are we ready for clip number two? Yeah, there we go. This, I'm never ready, mate. I don't think I will be, though. This will get better by the song, but Matt, if you play clip two... Yeah, give me a second. It's a bit uh, complicated. Here we go. Go. I beg your pardon I never promised you a rose garden Along with the sunshine There's gotta be a little rain sometime When you take you gotta give So live and let live or let go oh, 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 I beg your pardon I never promised you a rose garden Okay. That was Lynn Anderson with Rose Garden. <laughs> Did I have to practice that for about four days because I had never heard the song? Or do I listen to that song all the time? One of those statements is correct. You've got to tell me which one it is. This is so difficult. This <laughs> <laughs> is literally just guesswork. Like, yeah. <laughs> Question, play clip, clip three. All I will say to you is a classic. God, oh, God. What an intro, lads. Just soak it in, everybody. We get it almost every night When that moon is big and bright It's a supernatural delight Everybody's dancing in the moonlight Again, I felt the groove and I kept going. <laughs> Everybody here is out of sight. They don't bark and they don't bite. The king is loose, they keep it tight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's <laughs> feeling warm and bright. It's such a Everybody's dancing in the moonlight. Dancing <laughs> in the moonlight by Top Loader, made famous from yeah, the Sainsbury's adverts back in the day. Is a tune, to be fair. Number four, I think, out of the five, is the easiest one. So if you play that, you should get it pretty straight away. But it's a good clip to listen to. <laughs> Is this a swan song or is this a Ryan song? <laughs> As a Man United fan, I will not sing Chelsea. I'm not going to sing it. Chelsea! <laughs> <laughs> that clip will never see the light of day ever again because that is <laughs> not good. I've got it now. 
That was Harry. It wasn't really you singing the song, though, was it? It's just no. T-shirt and <laughs> Chelsea at the end. <laughs> so that's Harry J. The All-Star with Liquidator. Is that a Swan song or is it a Ryan song? As I said, the easiest of the five. And all I will say about number five, you know, it comes from the heart. So, you know, this could either be a Ryan song or a Swan song. You decide. Take it away from that. Ooh, yeah. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. We might have took the long way. We knew we'd get there someday. They said, I bet they'll never make it. But just look at us holding on. We're still Everyone together, wants to call us still going strong. You're still the one I run to, the one that I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. You're still the one I. Swan song or Ryan song. So those clips again and get the answers. Here we go. Back to your host Ryan Butler. I mean, we're not going to listen to the clips again because some of them were very long. <laughs> if you want to listen to the clips, you've got to listen again when the show's available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, now, round two was Swan song or Ryan song. I played a clip of me singing along to a song, trying to convince Matt and Kelsey that that song potentially could be on my playlist. But some of those songs were actually on. Slimbridge's pre-match playlist, and one of them was on both. So, clip one was Martha Reeves and Vandellas and Ryan Butler singing Dancing in the Street. Is that a swan song, or is that a Ryan song, Kelsey Demaria? I have originally put swan and... Across the and I've put both. Matt? I originally went swan because i thought i'd heard it played there and then i thought you put too much effort into that to not be on your playlist so i put both you are wrong it is a swan song i think i've even heard it played at slimbridge before (laughs) it's just a side note that that is my favorite uh version of that song but it isn't included on my playlist what the rhyme butler version (laughs) (laughs) yes um song number two Lynn Anderson with Rose Garden. Is that a swan song or is that a Ryan song? Matt Yates. Swan song. Obviously, the Maria. I'm going swan song as well. It is a Ryan song. No, you do not listen to that. Album. Oh my gosh. I absolutely adore that song. What are you, 50? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Number three was Top Loader Dancing in the Moonlight. Kelsey, what did you go for on that one? I've gone for a Ryan song. Yeah, I've gone Ryan yeah, song as well. But I, I think it's it both now. It is both. Oh. Yeah, half a point. Yeah. No. <laughs> Number four was Harry J and the All-Stars. You should both really get this. Was this a Ryan song or a swan song? Swan song. Swan song. A point apiece because that is the actual walk-on music 
that you can hear at Fawn Hill Park. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the swan songs that have been confirmed so far are on a playlist that uh, Colin Gay has confirmed a, a few songs to me, which also include Bon Jovi Living on a Prayer and Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling. I thought I'd hear that sentence being said on Dean Radio. <laughs> um, number five, we rounded it off with Shania Twain, You're Still the One. Is that a clear and obvious Ryan song? Or do you potentially hear that as Slimbridge a swung song? Matt Yates, what's your thoughts? That's a Ryan song, if ever I've heard it. Elsie Demaria. See, I've never heard it played at Slimbridge, so I've gone for a Ryan song, but... That it is a Ryan song. And yeah. a key little fact for you there, that, just like Lynn Anderson, Rose Garden, appear on the Now That's What I Call Country Hits album. This is Seven Sport on Dean Radio. Seven Sport on Dean Radio, nearly at the end of the show. We've got a couple of parts left, and we're at the climax now of our Fairford Town quiz as they're our team of the week. Back to our quiz master, Kelsey. Yes, round number three, which is the round I think you two will love, which is the Spikes Diner, Price is Right. Yeah! Forward slash play your cards right in the same. I've kind of merged the two a little bit. How have I called that before the show? I mean, I I mean, as soon as as soon as I knew I was doing the Fairford quiz, it's been in my mind all week, mate. You know, I've been buzzing all week. So I was going to look at the menu and I thought, nah, you ain't going to. So this, obviously, as everyone knows, Spikes Diner is probably the place to go for food in the county uh, for a football game um, or you know the whole Hellenic League they have got absolutely unreal burgers and chicken nuggets as Ryan mentioned earlier today now and no hummus which is surprising for a Greek league <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Let's cut that out just edit that <laughs> um, right so to decide who goes first okay I've got I've got two rounds and I've also got a potential tiebreaker question I've got a well we're not going to do it that way. So to decide who goes first, you're both going to play this round. Okay. Now, I want you to tell me the total cost of this meal from Spike's Diner. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for this? I haven't got a clue. I've not been there for ages. Remember, rules of price is right. You can be under, but you can't be over. Mm. So your meal at Spike's Diner. So if we're to play in... I don't know, Flackwell Heath. It's a Tuesday night. Nice. Well, Ryan's gone to... Tuesday night from Flackwell. Jeez. Ryan's gone to the burger bar, placed his order for, for the two of us. He has ordered a quarter pounder with bacon and cheese. Oh, yes. Potato wedges. Onion rings. And it's a bit cold, so he's gone for a tea. He's gone for a cup of tea. Nice, beautiful. So can you tell me the total cost of that meal? Remember, you can be under, but you can't be a penny over. And this is to decide who plays the first round. Wait, so this is for no points? Yeah, this is just to decide who plays for the first round, mate. Yeah, fun, that's what it is. So, quarter pound with bacon and cheese, potato wedges, onion rings, and a cup of tea. (laughs) I love this round. Play along at home. No cheating. Whilst we were doing that, whilst the boys are working out their answers, I just want to take this time to uh, say a big thanks to everyone who sponsored Seven Sport for the upcoming season, uh, especially guys like PAH Accounting, our uh, broadcast sponsors. Thanks for their support. Have you got your answers for this one, boys? Yes. Butler using a calculator. Right. Oh. Get get off of that. Send us that message. Get off of that phone. Right. 
What are your guesses? We will go with Ryan first. That's winning. How is he, how is he getting everything here? This is a joke. I've won £8.90. Oh. But I think I could be way out. Matt? I've gone for £10.70. Okay. I can tell you that one of you is spot on. No. One of you has got it dead on the money. How is that? So a quarter quarter pounder with bacon and cheese at Fairford Town costs £3.25. I put £3.50. Oh, I think Butler might be closest. Potato wedges cost £2.20. I put £2.20. Onion rings are £2.20. Oh, and a cup of tea is £1.25, which brings the total to £8.90. That means Ryan is spot on. Ryan Get in! Oh, my God. In the Spikes Diner. He's <laughs> yeah! yeah! his shirt off. <laughs> Put your shirt back on. Yellow card. I can't believe he's right. got that dead on. I mean, that's... Just give him the quiz uh, now. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want to give proof. him... This is proof that the fat Do you know what? no food. Got Ryan, Ryan, for that... I'm going to give you one point, mate. I'm going to give you an extra point. Is that so it's now into the quiz level? It's 11 all. It's 11 oh. all, mate. Right. This is your, your classic higher or lower. Okay, so it's kind of incorporated a bit of a, you know, play your cards right as well. Cross price. Right. You, Ryan, are starting off. It's a big meal now. Okay, round one. You've got a very big meal. You're starting off with a chicken BLT. Okay. That costs £3.60. At Spike's Diner. What I want to know is, is a veggie burger more or less than a chicken BLT? What do we think? Ask the audience. Lower! Ryan, what do we think? It's got to be lower. It is lower. Yeah, you're right. It's £2.70. £2.70 for a veggie burger. And you can also have their new vegan mayo. Yes, you can. (laughs) You can. Um, Next one. Ryan, pretty hungry uh, this evening. He's gone for a small hamburger. Small hamburger. What do we think? Is that more or less than a veggie burger at Spike's Diner? What are you going for, Ryan? You are right. It is £1.65. Obviously, you know, with all that meat um, and, you know, the veg as well, got to have something to wash it down with. So you've gone for a regular milkshake. You've gone for strawberry. You've gone for a strawberry one, because I know you like the strawberry milkshakes. Well, is a regular milkshake more than £1.65, or is it less than £1.65? Higher. You're going with higher? I think it's just higher. It's like £1.80. It's £2.10, so it's higher. You've got two more steps to go run. I know play cards right is traditionally five, but we're going for one extra today. Your next item is a giant spike with cheese. Is that more or less than £2.10? That'll be higher. It is. It's £3.95. And then your final one, you're going a bit of a healthier option now. You've had a lot of meat in this round. Mind you, remember, if you don't get this right, Matt will steal the five points that are on offer for this round. Do you think that a veggie burger... With cheese and a bottle of water as well. Oh, so you've gone for two items. Goodness. Is that 
higher or lower than three pound ninety-five. Right. So it's a veggie burger with cheese and a water and a bottle of water as well. So we it's still all sparkling. They're both so, the same price. So we already know that a veggie burger itself is two pound seventy. So I would say a slice of cheese is going to be about thirty pence. That takes it to three pound. I reckon a bottle of water is going to be more than ninety-five p. I'm going to go higher, and if I've lost that, I think I'm going to cry. He's shown his working as well. Fair play. Veggie burger with cheese and a bottle of water in total comes to four pound and five Ooh. pence. So it's ten p more. It is high. Ryan takes all Raheem's five points. Raheem's on fire. Your defence is so <laughs> Raheem's on fire. All five points go to Ryan on well, the come amount. Back. You start talking about food, and suddenly the answer just appears <laughs> in front of my head. So Ryan is now sixteen points to eleven ahead. Matt, it's your turn to play. Step up to the board. Matt, you're starting with a chicken fillet. <laughs> £3 and 5 pence. What I want to know is, is a small cheeseburger higher or lower than the price of a chicken fillet at Spike's Diner? Uh, what was it? £3.5? £3.5 for your chicken fillet. Is your small cheeseburger higher or lower than that? It's going to be lower than that. It is. Well done. Um, it is £1.80. It's £1.80. All we're doing at this point is showing how reasonably priced Spike's Diner is. <laughs> so your small cheeseburger, Matt, at £1.80. Now you're going to move on to your onion rings. Now, obviously, bear in mind, we did tell you what the price of those was earlier, if you were listening. Is your onion rings, are they more than £1.80, or are they less than £1.80? They are £2.20. So they're they higher. are spot on, mate. Well done, £2.20. So that's more than that next item you go in you go in big you go in for the mega spike no cheese trying to watch your weight what <laughs> do you think is, uh, is a mega spike is a, is a mega spike which bear in mind is a three quarter pound burger wow no cheese is that more than two pound 20 or is it less than two pound 20 no i'm trying to figure out if a mega spike is bigger than a giant spike a giant spike is a half pound. I'm going to go higher Mega then. Spikers. You're going to go higher. That is right, mate. It is £4.70. Still, £4. still 70. an absolute most... value for money. That is it's not bad most... for free burger. It's one of the most expensive items on the menu, mate. Honestly, but it is. Free? Can't see your free dinner. Your next item, Matt. You're sticking with the burgers. All right. But this time, you're, you're sizing it down a little bit. You're just going for the quarter pounder. But you're pushing the boat out, you're having cheese as well. So is that more than £4.70 or less than £4.70? That's going to be less than £4.70, got to be. It is, it is less than £4.70. It is £2.95. £2.95. Right, Matt, this right here is your final meal of the day. To take it to a sudden death tiebreaker. To take it to the sudden death tiebreaker question, which is such an unreal question, I might just ask it anyway. <laughs> but Matt, we've spoken about the chicken nuggets already. Are the chicken nuggets, six of them, at Spike's Diner, more or less than £2.95? I think I know how much they are. Like, actually know. I knew he'd know as well. Oh, man. So let's read that again. So you've got your quarter pounder with cheese, 
£2.95. Six chicken nuggets. Are they more than two ninety five, Or is it less than two ninety five? I mean, oh my... What do we think? Gosh. Chicken's always a bit more, isn't it? Well, it depends where you go, mate. Depends where you go. Well, a chicken burger is more expensive than a hamburger. Mm. Chicken fillet burger's three quid. So, I suppose if you chop that up into six... Well, I can is, see the logic, this but, um, I can I can see he's trying to do his work in. Got both for three for the method that we've taken on this quiz. I tell you what, if, if Matt does get this, I mean, you've both got five out of five straight. Off. I think I think he will get this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go higher. I want to throw out there because I think they're three pound fifteen. £3.15, you say? I think that's what they are. Well, your quarter pounder with cheese is two ninety five. Matt, using the logic that a chicken fillet is £3.05, trying to cut it all up and divide it by six or something like that, <laughs> has come to the logic that chicken nuggets are more than £2.95. I can tell you, chicken nuggets are... £2.85, which means they're lower. No! Matt has thrown it away right at the end. No! Ryan gets the five points. But it's not over. I don't believe it. The quiz is not over. <sighs> there is one more question. You can't throw a tiebreaker in as a final question. It's not a tiebreaker. It's not the tiebreaker. This question is the planned golden snitch question, which is worth the whole quiz. <laughs> so everything up to now has been just a ruse. So your question to win the quiz. I think you can probably see where this is going. What is the total price of every single item on the Spikes Diner menu? There are 45 different items in total. Now, bearing in mind, you have strawberry and chocolate milkshake, but I've not I've included them as one item, basically. But things like coffee, which is like, uh, obviously, Americano, latte, Mocha, um, there's five different variants of that. So I've included those as individual items. And we're going, obviously, closest with this one will win the quiz. Okay, where's my, where's my calculator? So I want to know what the total price of every single item okay, on the Spikes Diner menu. I'm giving it to the closest. Whoever is closest. Oh, I'm trying to go for an average. It's good. It's, it's, it's a good method. It's a good method. So it's 45 different items on the menu. Obviously, things like steel and sparkling water are just one because they're the same price. But because there's so many different variants of coffee, I thought I'd go for, for five of them. I'm going to go to the pence as well just to make it more fun. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Have we got our answers? Yeah. No. So the scores at the end of the quiz, which was just a total waste of everyone's time, were Matt 11, Ryan 21. (laughs) So well done, Ryan, for winning the fake quiz. This is a big one, though. This is the real one. Ryan, have you got your answer yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I keep changing my mind, but I can't keep doing it. So, yeah, I'm ready. 
I hope I've worked this out right as well, by the way. Otherwise, Stuart Pike is going to be on me, yeah, on me big time. But I've t- checked it and double checked it, so I'm pretty confident. Right, Matt, we'll go with you first. I'm thinking if I roll up to Spike's Diner and I've got 135 pound 87 p in my pocket, I'm going to buy all of it. So you've gone for 135 pound and 87 p. Yes. Oh, right. Ryan, what have you gone for? I went for 45 items, average of about £3 an item, so I've got 135 quid. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I put the 87p on there. If it's, lower than 80, if it's lower than 135 quid, then I've won. If it's anything above 135 flat, Matt wins. So, based on the 87p. The k- <laughs> Blimey. Um, well, unlike the first time, you, none of you are spot on this time. No, no that would have been good, though. Because I'd be fair play if you were. One of you, obviously, is closer than the other. The total cost of all of the items to win 100 points on the quiz, to win the quiz, 100 points. is 100 and seventeen pounds sixty-five pence. He's Ryan is the winner. He's won the quiz. He's got four his shirt off. Four in a row. He's won four in a row. No one can touch the big man. I mean, I think he deserves that for getting <laughs> the price of the involved. menu right on the first bit. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, that... he was behind. Be the big man stepped up. What? I mean, I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. Matt kind of ruined it by not getting the right, the right answer for the second round uh, because then it would have been level going into the uh, going into the final round and that would have meant more. But uh, you know, there you go. Well, well I, I think I won the knowledge part, so you know, he won the knowledge it's part. A, well it's done. a it's a knowledge victory for me. Yeah, yeah. Ryan won the food part. Yeah, you made your own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Steph. Well, that was really good, and I think that's what I'm about. It just goes to show that the good value you get at Spike's Diner at Fairfield Town Football mate. Club, get yourself down there now. Thank you. Um, next week's team of the week is Brimscombe and Threp. And Butler is the Quizmaster. Yeah, he gets two teams. And we're going to go for a break. After the break, we'll do any other business. Um, we're talking um, anything sporting. This is Seven Sports on Dean Radio. Should have had VAR on it, shouldn't they? Well, <laughs> yeah. VAR is a hot topic, of course, as it always is in, in yeah. local football. Local football? It's not in local football at all. In national football. Um, at Stamford Bridge, we were just talking off-air about, you know, the decisions against Chelsea and pro-Man United. I, I just, like, the, it's, yeah. you like it because you're a Man United fan. I don't Man, you should have heard him. That's no, why. we sat there on Xbox together. You should have heard him when, when the red card. Giroud was given offside. The red card. One, 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 the red card should have been a red card on the basis that the Sun one was a red card a few weeks back. Yeah, they However, I don't believe the Sun card. Uh, for me, the Sun's not a red card, and I don't think Aaron Wiles is a red card, personally. I've never heard a human being make the noise that he made when Olivier I Giroud's goal was ruled offside. I nearly had to call him work to I nearly lost my yeah. Uh, I genuinely, I've never, I've never heard a noise like it, mate. It was I, unbelievable. I was, it goes me. I was like, oh, here we go, lads. We got to defend this. And I was like, oh, they're checking this, guys. I was like, they're checking this. This is a problem. And then like, 
as soon as they you're celebrating them. goals being taken away from people. Yeah, but yeah, but but, 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 but okay. But if, for example, you know, I mean, I, you know, you you are a Bengals fan in the NFL. If like the Cardinals played the Bengals, Cardinals scored a touchdown, but obviously it goes into review because all scoring plays are reviewed in the NFL, and the touchdown got taken away. Would you not celebrate? Well, I suppose you would, but it's different, isn't it? Because that's it's not, not different at all. It's, it's not, not different, different at all. <laughs> it's, it's, if it goes for your team, it's not in the it. spirit of the sport, is it? Come what, on, the, what, the, the, what the, the striker who's offside has been flagged offside correctly? Yes, it is, mate. Because yeah, but that's it's not the, the fact. That, yeah, that's the rules. But it's the part rule of the game is, now, the mate, rule is stupid it. because. It, How is the rule stupid? It's an offside rule. Yeah, he's offside by about like a toe. His toe's offside. Right. His I, I toe agree, is offside. I agree, I agree with what you're saying. So there. therefore, he's offside. I yeah, do, he's offside. The thing, look, but can, the fact that you get all up on your high horse about it. But if it was Man United, Man United have had decisions go against yeah, them. Yeah, forced him. Like if it was week in week out for Man United, you'd be fuming about it. But you're like, because it's only we even now and again, here, you're like, yeah, we, it's all right. We said this about VAR is not for, needed. Anyway. We said this about well, on the first show that we did. Uh, we we literally said football is trying to be so black and white with the VAR decisions, things like that. There's no room for interpretation at all. And at the end of the day. The only person that should be making the, that, that decision on review of VAR is the match referee on the day, not someone at Stockley Park. It was offside. Yeah, it was offside. And the first it, one I'm was saying the offside rule doesn't work with VAR for millimetre Offside things. is always no, been... But that's not a millimetre thing. That's his whole foot. It wasn't his whole foot. It was like half of his foot. That's six but inches. what I'm trying That's to say to you offside. is, the, li- the linesman's not made a clear and obvious error there, because how can, can you, he can, see I'd like to half of a player's foot yeah. when the ball's been kicked? It, can, you, can, can you determine like that, that six inches of Olivier Giroud's foot was offside when you're stood 30 yards away at that pace? When he's wearing can bright you, yellow boots, yeah, yeah, yes. but no, yeah, no, you're Don't t- be stupid, mate. Don't be stupid. You wouldn't no even way. see that from your commentary box when you're sat there and you're not having to run up and down the line for it. You wouldn't even you see it from there. You underestimate my eye for football. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, it'll end up like this every we'll talk, week. We'll talk about something else. Arsene Wenger wants to change the rules anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't... It won't work anyway, because then they'll be like, New Arsene one. Wenger wants to bring a daylight rule in, and the then it'll be like, well, it's well, daylight similar. between his toe. That, that's the, it's similar in the sense that he's saying if part of the body is in line with the furthest part of the defender. So the example, which it's a Man City one, I think it's Gabriel Jesus, where his feet were in line with the defender, but he's like mid-running motion, so obviously he leant over. Yeah. So that was why he was given offside. So based on that, Arsene Wenger would be saying that that's onside because his feet are level mm. with the final bit of the defender. But in reality, if the defender's got his back to goal and Gabriel Jesus is in the sprint in motion, Gabriel Jesus will benefit from being in an effectively an offside position. On the grounds that his back leg is in again, line with it's open the to interpretation, isn't it? It's not black. It's not can't be black and white in that no, situation. No, and, so. and it, it will never be crystal clear. I it mean, never will be. But before, then, before we were talking you... about refereeing decisions, yeah. And now it's talking about the video of the refereeing decision and even the frame rate of which the video is being looked at. That it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like the the thing is, I'd rather um, someone score a goal against us, but be half a foot offside uh, like you'd feel like well that's he hasn't seen that but you know no because then you're going to say oh bloody hell shouldn't have counted because it was offside so where are you going to win there yeah, but and I'd you're looking at me and smiling at me knowing because that's what I'm happen. saying is the, the whole VAR thing is just makes it feel like an injustice who have fought at a weekend Norwich so Timmy Pukki scores a winner yeah he's offside but it's not yeah given. by half of his but, foot but, yeah but it's not given 
And you're going to be okay with that. Your team's lost that game because a goal's been scored and he's offside. By half of his foot? Yeah. Yeah. You're... you're, you're no. You're not so, ha- I'm not having that. Say Wolves get to the Europa League final. Not having that at all. And that all. happens. Would you be happy then? Away leg at Espanyol. Away leg at Espanyol. You're 4-0 down. So, you know, Espanyol need one more goal to knock you out of the Europa League. They score a goal. Up, yeah. They score a goal, right? So, 4-0 up on the night. 4-4 four, four, four on aggregate. They score a fifth to go 5-0 up, 90th minute, and the guy's got half a foot offside. You're going to sit there going, oh, well, I guess if it's, uh, if it's only half a foot, then it's fine. Yeah, but the only reason like, all of this has come in, like you wouldn't know it's half a foot if you were watching the game. Say you were down at Sirencester last week and it was an offside by half of a foot. You're not going to notice that half of a foot. No, it's non-league football. Well, exactly. But the so why does it matter there? The reason why they've got without this VAR... VAR without VAR... Sky Sports cameras or BT Sports cameras would have shown that clip anyway. That's why they. And that's then, why VAR. And then in. fans would have been riled up about it anyway. So if VAR didn't exist and that happened to Wolves and you've lost the game, but by to the naked eye on that offside, clip, they would see, they would just assume it was offside because they're not going. They, yeah, they're, they're not going to get their lines out, like, are they? Can you? Exactly. Yeah. So I agree with some of what you're saying. I agree with some of what you're saying as well. Like it, it, just, it really I, is to sit there and say that so you wouldn't care if your team let in a goal because they were half a foot offside is false. Honestly, it's I would rather that. Than false. It, it just, you're absolutely out of your mind. I'd you're out of your mind. Then they get the they get the markers out for every single no. every single goal. It's no. like they're trying to take goals away from people by getting the no. millimeter markers out and saying, "Oh, look, it's studs off." Why don't you just like, no, why don't you just why, do, why don't you not. just sit there outright and just say, Matt, you're a liar? Why don't you just say that? <laughs> that's what you're getting at, right? At there. the weekend, <laughs> when something happens in the Wolves game, I. No, it's, I, I'm sorry, Move but on. you can't possibly. Wolves are fighting for a top five potential. We're talking about yes. Champions League could be on the line for yeah. a team like Sheffield United or Wolves. And you're saying that if a goal went in against your side and the player's half his foot was offside, you wouldn't want that given. You're an absolute joke for but saying that. But if VR wasn't in this season, we'd be in a Champions League spot anyway. Because we'd have had goals if, that have been accepted. It's all just loads of ifs flying around everywhere here. That... that that's what we're talking about. That's it. Yeah. Nonsense. Out of your mind. Nonsense. Out of your mind. So that was the final seven spot on Dean Radio. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening over the last year or so. And thank you to Dean Radio for having us for the last year or so. Uh, keep up to date with uh, the lads at Seven Sport um, on the website, sevensport.co.uk. They do brilliant things around the county for local football. Um, this isn't the last you're going to hear the three of us together. There are some things in the pipeline. Um, so keep an eye on sevensport.co.uk for that. As for sport on Dean Radio, Ian Giles is taking over. Um, the sports reigns here, so keep an eye out um, or Dean Radio information for that and see when he is on next with your latest sporting news. Um, just leaves me to say thanks for listening um, and we'll see you at 7sport.co.uk. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk. This is 7 Sports.